0: Welcome to the Wasted Youth Podcast. This week, Micah and Achu get a little political, talk about just a smidge of martial arts, and about a bunch of things that Shotgun would not necessarily agree with, thus making it entertaining. I wish I was there. Sit back, relax, grab a drink, and enjoy this week's episode of our podcast.
1: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Wasted Youths Podcast. I'm Micah Voorhees, here with my co-host that is also fantastic, Achoo. Uh Still don't still have a good introduction for him uh, that flows off the tongue as nicely. But uh, Shotgun is missing in action tonight. Um, I forget, he said he had to do a thing. Um, he told us about it. He didn't, he didn't abandon us. But, uh... He's doing something, probably uh, not drinking, watching, watching hentai or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> but um, anyway, speaking of drinking, what you drinking tonight, Arch?
0: <laughs> tonight I am drinking peach on the beach from Botanical Brewing Co. This is kava kava, um, which kava kava is uh, it's it's a pretty fantastic Hawaiian root that makes you feel a little funny makes you more sociable it's uh, not Uh, as bad for you as alcohol so it's it's often promoted as a social drink for people who don't want to drink alcohol
1: oh interesting so so it has like uh like alcohol like effects
0: i would say from my experience it's kind of uh in the middle between Alcohol and, like, kratom or alcohol and, like, weed. Um, gotcha. Because there, there is some euphoria associated with it. Um, uh-huh. And it does kind of impair motor function. Um, interesting. Like, when... Interesting, 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 If I have too much of it all at once, I'll, like, knock my drink over almost every single time as I go to grab it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, but, yeah, yeah, it, it definitely uh, it makes me laugh a little bit.
1: Gotcha. Good to know we got Giggly Archu tonight. I i'm having some of the plantation rum again very nice uh from uh it's distilled in 2009 or more adequately put as it's put on the bottle 2009 distilled in um (laughs) but yes that's what i'm drinking tonight along with some mountain dew that i haven't tried before this is the holiday brand of mountain dew this year uh Mountain Dew Fruit Quake, so it's apparently fruit cake flavored. Um, I thought I it was earthquake I thought you it was cake was... flavored. Uh, I, I mean, you know, it is half the word. So <laughs> half the word. I. <laughs> uh, so, so I'm going to give you a live reaction of me trying this for the first time right now. I have never liked a single Mountain Dew holiday drink before. So I don't think this is going to break that streak, but we shall see. I mean, fruitcake is already
0: so good, so...
1: Oh, it smells like fruitcake. (laughs) Like I just opened it and just fruitcake in my face.
0: Alright, let's see it. How Um, was it?
1: You know... It's not bad. <laughs> it's not horrible. It's not particularly good either. Definitely better than what they did last year, which was a gingerbread flavored Mountain Dew. That was, yeah, yeah, that was That sounds pretty that, bad. That was that was stupid. But uh this is definitely drinkable at the very least. So you know, I feel like Mountain Dew they don't they don't give a fuck about like making flavors that taste good. It's all it's all about just weird flavors with mountain dew which i admire you know what i'm saying um but it's like it's just something you see something at the gas station like that's so weird i have to try it and they just rely on everyone doing that once and that's how they make all their money
0: give me a split second i'll be right back
1: you you got it i I got something super weird oh okay all right but yeah I feel like uh, Mountain Dew is just one of those one of those drinks where it's like, like they just you know, throw darts at a board with different flavors on it, and like the first two darts to hit two separate flavors, they just like mix them and say, "All right, what can we what can we uh, make with this uh, fruit cake?" fruitcake flavored drink that's a good idea we'll call it fruit quake because that's more epic and manly and the gamers will love it (laughs) it (laughs) and and so that's just that's their entire marketing strategy and if everyone that sees that buys it once out of curiosity they make their payback guarantee it what 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 do you got here you got these are these are are gummies what the fuck this man is holding he's holding oscar meyer wiener wieners and cheese uh crack mac and cheese in his hands and i'm like this is just a classic poor american dinner <laughs> and then he says they're gummies though and my mind just exploded <laughs> like i'm like what the fuck is happening here Am I in the Matrix? I probably am. <laughs> they're they're branded so well too. Don't they like
0: just look but, like hot dogs are, and, and are, mac and cheese?
1: Are they like the actual size of them Yeah. Too? Like are those I can't I can't really tell. I'm looking yeah, at Yeah, these are definitely
0: wiener size. I'm looking at <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> the size size of your average wiener. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, but, mean, uh, you know, uh, I mean you know maybe a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Man
1: holds up his pinky and his thumb to it yeah man <laughs> totally but uh dude imagine imagine just being like at the cookout and grabbing a hot dog <laughs> his butt and it's just a gummy when you bite down i would be i would be like i would freak out honestly like I don't know, like, I really would think I was in the Matrix. <laughs> Gummy Lunchables? What the fuck is this yeah, <laughs> Man's yeah. pulling just random gummies out of his, like, okay, so you remember fuck, that, uh, that canology stuff that I, uh, showed you guys on the podcast a while back? Canology. Uh, yeah, it's, it's water, water-soluble THC. Oh, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, And I was just like, this is the most dangerous product in the world. Because, like, you can just <laughs> drop it in someone's drink. No, you have the most dangerous product <laughs> in the world. Fucking gummies that look like normal food. Imagine just going and replacing someone's entire f- stock in their fridge
0: with, gummy with gummies and all the food. <laughs> It's kind of like those, uh, you know, is it cake videos?
1: That's that's exactly what I was thinking about. I'm like, that is fucking weird. <laughs> like, this is Candyland. Candyland, if made in the modern day, would just look like the normal world, except you could eat everything. It's like that scene from Willy Wonka when they first go into the factory. It's like everything here is edible. Even I am edible, but that's called cannibalism. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, but yeah, so those are like, those are Christmas gifts. Uh, those, those are, are going to go in stockings. Yeah. Oh, that's dope.
1: I would love to get something like that in my stock. That's like the best stocking stuffing too. It's like lunchable. What the fuck? Oh, gummy
0: lunchables. <laughs> that's
1: that's that's the pure absurdity of that is fantastic. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. But, yeah. Alright. On to the news. And before we do the news, I need to take a shot. Because I just feel like I do.
0: You know, that sounds like a good call to me. The news this week... You know, I'll go ahead and start us off. Uh, Elon Musk uh, has not stopped being a twat for about two months in a row now. Yeah, I might as well change it to Twatter. (laughs) (laughs) Twatterville population Elon Musk. (laughs) (laughs) And everybody's starting to catch wind of of the full extent of the Twattery. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. So, uh, yeah, what what we've moved on to now is uh, Elon Musk has... Laid off the majority of of the, the Twitter coders and developers, and now he's finding that it's really hard to run a website with <laughs> foot traffic from almost what, like, probably more than two hundred million users.
1: Elon Musk. Elon Musk goes into the Twitter server rooms, and he just sits there. He stares at the servers, and he's like, "Hmm, <laughs> yes." with my genius brain I have figured out that there is in fact nothing wrong and nothing needs to be done about this I would ask an engineer but I fired all of them
0: (laughs) yeah like really Elon Musk like I think that he thinks that he paid 44 billion dollars for Twitter but like really what he was paying 44 billion dollars for was a team of the best developers in the world and then he just fucking lays them all off. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude.
1: It's fucking. <laughs> oh my goodness. Now here's 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 the thing. My man Elon. Okay. He's 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 fooled everyone. Okay. There's people people like you. Okay. People like me actually as well who think he's just an absolute imbecile. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. And then there's people, you know, who like the tech bros and stuff like that and, and Elon Musk is just like the king of the tech bros right you know like someone oh, yeah. someone, who, someone who doesn't know anything about how tech actually works but is just looks at it and says, I think I can make money with this um, and they they're all like nah he's a genius guys just wait just wait trust me he's gonna make Twitter amazing And the real thing this is this is Elon Musk's real plan because what you don't know that I know that you don't know, that everyone else knows. Actually, you probably know it too. <laughs> that Elon Musk is a gamer. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's that. not a <laughs> very good one, but he is a gamer. In fact, he has played Elden Ring extremely poorly. <laughs> I say, as someone who has never played Elden Ring. But this is what he's doing. Okay, he bought Twitter, and the moment he bought Twitter, he started his stopwatch, and he's going to speed run crashing twitter into the ground and then submit it to (laughs) speedrun.com and then he's going to say to the next person that wants to attempt it you have to pay me 55 billion dollars to acquire twitter (laughs) to beat my record that's the plan this is the the ultimate goal top to bottom unbeatable unbeatable (laughs) speedrun the bankrupting twitter speed run <laughs> it, it really makes you think though it's like there are some people some 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 you know billionaires yeah and some millionaires that are like you know they're 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 smart they know what they're doing but they're smart businessmen they're not necessarily like you know tech savvy like the difference between Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg here Is Mark Zuckerberg listens to, you know, experts on what should be done with Facebook. He doesn't, like, you know, think, oh, the way I think about it is automatically the best way to think about it. This is what Elon Musk has done. He has bought his own hype. (laughs) yeah yeah no i mean this is human
0: hubris in its cleanest form right like Mm -hmm. you you become such a like for a while elon musk was like he was an internet god to like so many people it wasn't just tech bros like i remember back in high school i was like wow this guy's cool well Um, well, yeah
1: because he made he he founded tesla and um, right right exactly yeah he founded (laughs) tesla (laughs) he he founded tesla and by founded i mean he bought the you know, majority share after...
0: And then did his best to expunge any data. Two
1: two years after, you know, it was founded, and then he ousted both of the founders. (laughs) But anyway, uh, but, like, you know, people people all over the political spectrum, all over the social sphere, like Elon Musk, is like, oh, he's making electric vehicles. And the tech bros thought it was cool because it's like, oh, it's technology, it's the future, and, you know environmentalists thought it was cool because it's like hey look it's uh you know environmentally friendly vehicles essentially uh the only people that didn't think it was cool were like the car bros like they were right. the ones that caught on to be because because they looked at them like these are extremely shitty cars
0: for what you're paying for them <laughs> like... i've got a tesla there's there's one tesla in my small town texas town. Uh-huh and uh its license plate says gas lol (laughs) (laughs) i would not be surprised if it was elon musk in that fucking car with that fucking license plate
1: (laughs) it's just elon musk (laughs) but see that's the thing is like people were when the teslas came out people were buying them and like people that were like big car people got a hold of them they're like oh wow this is like you know A several hundred thousand dollar car with like the finishings you know the trim and stuff of like an eighty thousand dollar (laughs) car it's like you're paying for the brand and an electric vehicle essentially it's 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 the the macbook for cars yes exactly exactly it's yeah with the unique charging dock and everything i i like to i like to look at uh elon musk as kind of like the guy that uh, you know franchised McDonald's, okay, for electric yeah. vehicles. He did, he did for electric vehicles what fast or McDonald's did for fast food. Okay, it gave you like uh, the baseline standard version of it, and then like everyone else came out and made a better version. Yeah, cheaper, <laughs> um,
0: easier to yeah. get.
1: But like now, fix- most. Procedures most car manufacturers like make electric vehicles they have at least like one model of electric vehicle that they make and it's uh you know higher quality than an equivalently pr- priced tesla usually um but anyway enough elon musk bashing let's get on to <laughs> yeah, fuck the... that guy <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm glad I was like I was I was like a second wave he, hater of Elon Musk. Like as soon as he like I heard about him as like the guy who started Tesla and I'm like, oh that's pretty cool. And then I learned like one other thing about him. I'm like, oh, this guy's just a dork that happened to be born into
0: money. Okay, I see. Yeah. Yeah his <laughs> parents own half of an emerald mine. That, 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 his that's... parents
1: his parents owned people.
0: Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, sure. <laughs> they owned people and lands that allowed them to get emeralds. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Part of uh, apartheid uh, South Africa. Yes. Yes. It's not a good uh, look.
1: <laughs> no. It's, he has he has distanced himself from that like remarkably well oh yeah <laughs> like, like nobody knows that
0: but like yeah you know they, they it's more like everyone, everyone
1: knows it <laughs> and they don't care <laughs> but anyway as i said enough elon musk bastard we we only bash the months uh you know once a month so you know we did we, actually we this is our second time this month bash no this is our first time this month we did it last month Nice. Anyway. Anyway, on to the topic of tonight, which Achu, where is the itinerary? Oh, yeah, the itinerary. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I've doesn't... memorized up to this point. However, I told I told you to write this down. Because I, know, I wasn't remembering this. I- instead of
0: that, I think that we can just uh I'll I'll just I'll just provide the talking points.
1: Just provide provide a way all right shoot away
0: so uh today we are going to be talking about youtubers in general um but more specifically we want to talk about people who talk about things not necessarily like gamers not not necessarily uh i don't know vloggers but like people who are talking about current events or people who are talking about like other youtubers potentially
1: gotcha like video essayists and yeah channels
0: yeah exactly yeah yeah, that's totally the brands that we're going for so um my I, I first probably, point go for it
1: i i, I want to say something i don't have any drama youtubers that i'm a fan of like really? there's occasionally i'll go down into like a bubble of like wanting to watch youtube drama essentially like there's one person that i think i have subscribed to still because i used to be a fan of them uh and i'm still a fan of them when i'm in those phases i just don't want to deal with youtube drama all that much is a uh, gamer from mars but Game uh, i'll have to give him a, is, a, a check <laughs> i'll have does, to look him he, up he's Fine. he's a pretty <laughs> generic youtube drama drama youtuber but yeah used to be a big fan of it now i'm not so much i'm into like real world drama like politics
0: itself. yeah <laughs> it's but, too complicated uh, youtuber drama is so much more simple you know it's he said <laughs> she said fuck that guy you know that's youtuber drama I, oh, real I world that was drama American politics no, uh, no, man! Like American <laughs> politics, uh, don't even get me fucking started. <laughs> um, so we are going to start talking about Wendigoon. Uh, Wendigoon. Wendigoon is a YouTube channel with two point one or two point oh one million subscribers as of now. Oh dear! He has blown up in the last year. Uh, That's I think like a
1: million times as many subscribers as we have.
0: Do we have two? <laughs>
1: Uh. <laughs> 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 do we even have two
0: i don't know i don't yeah, know if yeah, we have two yeah dude
1: it's 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 you and shotgun's mom are our two subscribers
0: okay. <laughs> hi shotgun's mom <laughs> thanks for watching <laughs> no she's,
1: she's subscribed to the
0: youtube channel oh okay <laughs> um yeah, so he's got two point zero one million subscribers, and he uh-huh. makes YouTube videos about spooky things, about biblical topics, uh, about books. He'll make uh, or about movies. He just is a purveyor of the arts. That's that's generally what I'd call him. Uh, he doesn't really cover drama all that much. Now and I, I call
1: him a walking talking wikipedia article sure i mean honestly <laughs> that's, that's what it sounds podcast. like listening to his videos it's like the youtube equivalent of reading a wikipedia article
0: <laughs> i i've come to understand that micah has some columns with wendigo um... i
1: i i do i do i don't know what they are that's the thing i've been thinking about this and these are the only two things i can actually come up with like that explain my irrational dislike for his channel and what is a matter of personal tis- taste i do not like the sound of his voice <laughs> and i realize the same could be said about me for people that's that's why we only have two subscribers everyone just hates the sound of my voice but yeah what the fuck my we could be famous bro <laughs> we could be famous <laughs> if i would just leave <laughs> but uh no The other thing is what I just said is a lot of it sounds like a Wikipedia article. Like there's no passion in anything he's talking about that I can like detect for the most part. Even like, even when like he's being like emotive and you can tell that he's trying to convey that he's passionate about it. It does not sound like he is passionate about it. It sounds like he, like, he has the same amount of enthusiasm as I did writing most of my, like,
0: college papers. You know, I I really like Wendigoon. I think that that he... (laughs) Say uh,
1: some good things about him, because I'm sure I would like him as a person. And I don't want him to hate our channel for my (laughs) personal references if he ever sees this.
0: (laughs) Wendigoon, if you're watching, I'm a longtime fan. Um... Uh, yeah, so, I don't know. I, I really like his style of, of essay because, uh, like, you can tell, yeah, it's, like, it's scripted, but it's, like, edited really well. Um, uh-huh. What he's going over, he always chooses topics that I'm interested in, which is, mm-hmm. like, great. You know, like, here, let me just save titles of his past four videos that I've watched. Ah, uh,
1: yes, yeah, just save titles of his past four videos. We've
0: got the controversial Missing Children Milk Carton Program.
1: I did watch that one.
0: That was really good. Uh, in that video, he basically he goes over uh, like the missing posters on milk cartons that used to be around and how they're really ineffective and don't even have a I, single proven rescue associated with yeah. them. Yeah, and it I was more or I less d- just a corporate marketing scheme.
1: I did I did like that video because it's it's similar to I'm a big fan of like. Uh, you know, true crime, yeah, yeah. you know, videos and stuff like that. Uh, not as much true crime podcast, but like true time crime YouTube videos. Yeah. Um, and that reminded me like very much of uh, that that style of video. So I, I actually yeah. appreciate that one. That was, really, was a good video.
0: Yeah, it was a good the, one. The, the one prior was his uh, Halloween special. It was the Haunting Mystery of the Brown Mountain Lights. He did, uh, for that one, he did, like, in-person investigation. He went to uh, the mountains in Appalachia, uh, where these, Mm -hmm. you know, sightings happen. Yeah, I've never been there. Uh, I don't really know how to say words sometimes. Sorry. Uh, (laughs) Okay, neither do they. (laughs) Yeah, they're just saying it wrong, all of them, so. (laughs) Um, and, And, like, he interviewed people who, like, had found or seen them themselves, um, and did a lot of uh, other research regarding that one. So that one was really fun. It wasn't one of my favorite videos, but I did like mm-hmm. the like personal touch of like going and talking to mm-hmm. people. I thought that was cool. Um, the darkest story I've ever read was about, I believe, one of Junji Ito's stories. See, hey, do you...
1: Most of these titles just aren't catching my attention. I'm like, <laughs> it's something I would see, and I'm like, oh, yes, this is a genu- generic YouTube like low-level clickbait title i'm going to ignore it like you know what i'm talking about when i say low-level clickbait right not like like not effective clickbait but like clickbait that doesn't like scream that it's clickbait but it's like a generic title that's designed to draw you in it's not a lie it's just using you know generic
0: mysterious language to draw you in forever every single one of our videos that i've put up I, I do that same shit. I, I try Mike this to make us shooting the shit sound interesting.
1: <laughs> oh boy. That's fair. That is fair. Is there consistency in titling from like our YouTube videos and our podcast No, no No. That that's not no. there. <laughs> is, is it at least is there at least do you at least have the episode number with the titles? No! No! (laughs) people are just going to be scrolling like imagine mixed platform listeners who like sometimes listen to the podcast and sometimes listen watch on youtube and they're just like what the fuck did i see this episode did this episode come before this episode like i would fucking hate this we need to fix this (laughs) we need to go back (laughs) <laughs> can edit the names of these videos
0: we only have like Tyler. two it won't be, it won't be difficult <laughs> Here, th- you want to talk about clickbait though uh this this title is definitely the most clickbaity of, of wendigoons it is that time the cia faked a vampire attack to take over a country
1: oh that's interesting
0: like the- okay so i don't Totally recall, but I do believe that it was with the Cold War, um, okay. and I think that they like found some local folklore. The government found local folklore in one of the countries that they were fighting against. And then went and killed several people and totally drained their bodies of blood. And then left them in places where people could find them. And, like, <laughs> freaks the country out. They're like, there's vampires here. We don't know what to do. And because of all the outrage, uh, the government was able to take over.
1: <laughs> Bro, the first thing that popped in my head is, imagine running, like, a Call of Cthulhu campaign. Like, the tabletop RPG. Running, like, a, a Call of Cthulhu campaign where, like, you know, there's some mysterious thing happening to the village, and then, like... And then it's just you, the government? finally un- unmask it, and, whoop, it's the CIA! The CIA <laughs> is the existential horror that has been haunting this town. <laughs> the,
0: the, the real horror of life is just other humans. That's it. Bro, hey. I'm, go-
1: I'm, gonna, I'm gonna throw that in a campaign someday. I'm gonna send, like, you know, all the all the players down to, like you know some made up south american country <laughs> and <laughs> they'll be in some visiting some like vacation town and weird shit starts happening and they investigate it. it's just the cia trying to do a coup
0: <laughs> i love it you should you should call it like uh, panama mixed with another name like uh like paneximo
1: <laughs> <laughs> Why not just Panama, Mexico? <laughs> Panama, Mexico. There you go. That, that's a great, yeah, made up Pan- South America. It's details. right there, Panama, Mexico, <laughs> and you're just Panama, Mexico. And Mexico.
0: <laughs> I tried my hardest. <laughs> okay. And
1: you just got to the end of the first syllable of Panama and gave up. And like, there can't be an easier way to mix these words after the first syllable. <laughs> and just added Exico to the end of it.
0: <laughs> Done. Done. <laughs> Okay, so so in, in summary, uh, Wendigoon is a cool guy. He's a Christian into horror. Uh, th- that's unique and uh, different. And he's also popular. And he's a Christian. That's also unique and different.
1: That is. <sighs> I feel like not actually that unique and different. You, you know, that's that's pretty a fair common. point. Like every one of our presidents
0: like gets votes from saying that they're Christian. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: uh, <laughs> it's a pretty pretty popular position.
0: I just feel like it's not common amongst anyway, YouTubers. You said, yeah.
1: you, said, you said because because you are a fool and likes to get people bad at you, you said you were going to rate each of these YouTubers oh, on yeah. a scale of 1 to 10.
0: Yeah, it's uh, So Wendigoon uh, is going to get a 10 out of 10.
1: I am going to only vote on this one and none of the other ones. And to balance you out, I'm going to say he gets a 1 out of 10. Jesus Christ, my score will be 5 out of 10, which is where he belongs. 5 is average. All right. That's what she said.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so our our next uh, YouTube personality is. I hope that I'm saying this name right, um, but D'Angelo Wallace. I'm pretty sure I said that right. Um, yeah. So D'Angelo Wallace is uh, like a, a leftist commentary channel. No, he's
1: not a leftist. Hold up, that is. Oh, that oh is, sorry, be my very bad. Very mad at you for my, calling him a leftist. He's not. He's not a leftist. I meant he's
0: a liberal commentary channel. Was that? Yes, that, that's better. He's,
1: yes, one of one of the few liberals. That doesn't actually claim to be a leftist.
0: Yeah, clout. <laughs> I mean, like, he he says a lot of things that piss both the left and the right off. Which mm. you know, as far as I'm concerned, that's like my favorite kind of person. Um, yeah. You know, I, I'd probably more call him like a, a left leaning. Um, what's it called when somebody's in the middle? A liberal. No, that's not it. <laughs> yeah, it- no, no <laughs> on no, no. any
1: metric except the except the american metric a liberal a, is a centrist <laughs> a centrist
0: yeah yeah he's a left-leaning centrist there you go <laughs> uh <laughs> liberal <laughs> um <laughs> he uh he's probably one of the most well-spoken personalities on the internet he he just has a really good way of making his points um and he doesn't let himself get like angry ever really he can be talking about like the worst shit on earth and he's not like angry he's just over here like you're bad stop you know and like that's kind of his attitude <laughs> yes
1: yes very entertaining i actually I actually do enjoy a lot of his content
0: but yeah yeah he's, he's a great personality um I, I've been following him for a while. The first video I saw from him, I was like, this guy's kind of weird. And then I watched a few more, and he started to grow on me. Um, but back when I started watching, I was, like, hardcore far-right. Um, yes. And now I'm I'm kind of kind of a liberal myself. We're, 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 Don't tell anybody. <laughs> Don't tell, tell anybody. <laughs> Your parents would be so disappointed. Oh, my God. I told my mom that I, uh, I signed up uh, uh to vote, what was it called? I vote. I signed up to vote for the Democratic Party so that okay. I could vote in their in their, their, in their uh, primary. Exactly, and yeah. she was she was infuriated. She was so upset with me. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think she's okay with it now, but it took a while.
1: <laughs> Good job on coming out of the closet. There,
0: I mean, I, 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 I don't know.
1: Dad, I have something <laughs> to tell you. What is it, son? It's okay, as long as you're not gay. Oh my God! I'm a registered Democrat. Get out of my house! <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Oh my! <laughs> Dang liberal colleges! <laughs> I went to Bible college, Mom. <laughs> Can number two. Does that mean I have to take shot number two? Yeah, I think you I do, know, yeah. I don't know if we're ready for two-shot, Micah.
0: I think we're ready. We're halfway through the uh, the episode. I think we can get to oh, three-shot, okay. Mica, by, like, the 45-minute oh, you... mark. Do
1: you <laughs> want to get to three-shot, Micah? What? Are you a masochist? <laughs> Am I a masochist? Yes.
0: <laughs> I, I think that's I'm... determined by now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Me or you? <laughs>
0: uh... No comment. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. All right. You got any final comments on uh, D'Angelo Wallace?
1: No, honestly, because yeah, I don't. Do not. Do not have any any initial comments on him. Okay. I, I am the I am the joke master. This episode, I can make jokes. I have no idea what's on the
0: itinerary except right, for i well, do i remember yeah. what's next yep yep uh now we are gonna talk joe, about the joe, rich joe, and joe, famous joe, joe, joe rogan
1: joe 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 joe, joe rogan and the i have himself. something in common
0: well, what is that we you take a ton of have testosterone have... supplements no <laughs> oh he does we, we, we
1: <laughs> both we both have podcasts of varying like, degrees of success
0: there you go. That, that is true. I'm just like Joe Rogan.
1: <laughs> oh, I feel. I feel like. I feel like. Uh, so like you know, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan's really interesting to me because like he does like the same essentially a very similar concept to what we do um, on this podcast, which is literally the worst idea for a podcast ever. <laughs> Uh, get get wasted. Sit around and shoot the shit. <laughs> uh, <I'm laughs> literally the worst idea for a podcast ever. You should never start a podcast with that premise, I say, from a podcast with that <laughs> premise. But, um, <laughs> I can... but he does it perfectly. He's oh, just yeah. like, yeah. I've And the key, I think, like, a lot of it is he just has on, like, actual famous people sometimes. And that just, that, I feel like you can not talk about anything and have a famous person on like every week and be fine but like he oh, still yeah. makes the rest of the episodes interesting like people yeah. don't just tune in when he has a celebrity on people yeah like he doesn't even have to have an actual person on like he's had jordan peterson on a few times, which we all know jordan peterson is not an actual person he is he's an android he, is, he he is too slime Aliens in a flesh suit, but um, but very clear. Just watch his you know movements next time you see him talking. It's you know uncanny. I don't believe in lizard people, but I think Jordan Peterson is a lizard. Person. He, he's he's always talking like
0: this. He always has his fingers up and he's like w- wiggling them yeah, around. Like, like he's. I wish I could do his voice better. <laughs> The problem is,
1: you don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> now this is a bigger deal than we think it is. <laughs> it's just like a young men these days are. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, no, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan's pretty interesting. I. I uh, I heard a heard a meme like Joe, uh, or saw a meme. It's it's been circling for a few years now, but it's like Joe Rogan's like some caveman who just you know, <laughs> came out of the cave one day and started like asking people questions about things, and like he'll just have someone on and say, "Explain this to me," <laughs> and they're like, "Okay, Joe," <laughs> and like then recently he's like actually been like kicking back some of the answers and say but I talked to this other guy and he said this <laughs> and he's like are you wrong or is he wrong and it's like no oh, uh, he's beginning I don't to know, <laughs> But he's just he's just a, he's he's a really interesting pretty chill guy. Yeah, yeah. Not a, not not a fan of his podcast honestly really? because like I said it is the worst podcast idea in the world. But
0: <laughs> I love clips from his podcast. Like, I, yeah. I would not no, watch would entire episodes, but like getting the highlights of an episode is like the best way to consume that. It, I would it's agree. nice you
1: know you know okay so so as much as I've expressed, I also also Joe Rogan is a martial artist yeah and yeah. I as a martial artist can can appreciate that he doesn't he doesn't think too kindly of my favorite martial art, but that's okay you know does not affect the respect
0: I have for him. But I mean everybody's got so many fucking opinions about martial arts. It's it's ridiculous to me when like somebody's like You know uh, taekwondo isn't martial arts or like they're they're like they they just I don't know There's also opinion okay,
1: so let me so let me so let me because this is a thing I've been thinking about We're gonna go down a rabbit trail for a second. Okay uh, Because this was supposed to be the martial arts episode and then oh, Shotgun decided he wanted to leave this week. So we have to wait for him to be back to do the martial arts episode. All three of us have to be here. Anyway, martial arts tangent. Get my kicks in somehow. Uh, <laughs> there, I've, I've thought about this for a while. There are three kinds of martial arts, essentially. Okay. Okay. There are, uh, There are realistic combat training arts. There are sports arts, and there are spiritual arts. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm not sure how I'm not. I'm. I've been trying to name them. I'm not sure how I feel on that naming convention. But I like those. I do. Yeah, the realistic combat arts are like things that their goal is to teach you how to fight in some real life scenario. Like you got Krav Maga, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Like, let let me explain the scenarios for a second before we we go into categorizing them. Okay. So, like, what what these things are is, like, people, like, basically uh, things that, like, the military will train in or, like, serious civilian self-defense programs, (laughs) things like that. Basically, the goal has to have a specific scenario in mind in which you need to do something violent. Be that defend yourself, or, you know, escape an attacker, or kill someone else. Something like that. And it's training you to do that thing. Um, So yeah, I would categorize Krav Maga in there. Uh, In terms of formal martial arts, that's actually the only one off the top of my head I would actually put in that category. You wouldn't put Brazilian Um,
0: Jiu-Jitsu in there.
1: No, I'd put that in the second category which is a sport art um because and there are there are this is they can overlap okay there's uh you can learn like self-defense principles in brazilian jiu-jitsu but the point of doing brazilian jiu-jitsu at most brazilian jiu-jitsu gyms is to get good at the competitive aspect of it they're teaching you to do brazilian jiu-jitsu competitions or they're teaching you to do mma competitions one of those two and competitions are you're training for a scenario where both parties have more or less consented to do mutual combat Um, usually it's symmetrical usually there's defined win conditions and by symmetrical i mean the win conditions are identical for both sides either i Mm -hmm. knock him out or he knocks me out um and that determines who wins things like that um and so any martial art that was made to do that or at this point in time is primarily focused with that because they can change from Mm -hmm. one category to the other um I would consider a sport martial art and I think most of the popular martial arts these days are sport martial arts. Um, You can have multiple branches within a martial art that let you're within a tradition that can be in different categories. For example, there's karate, the sport focus, and then there's karate that's in the third category, which is the spiritual arts. And essentially these arts aren't designed to teach you how to fight in any situation really they're designed to teach people who know how to fight how to use those skills to do something spiritual or artistic or expressive outside of combat you yeah. and that's where like most of the japanese arts come in without with the exception possibly of karate because um, karate can actually depending on where you study and what their focus is it could potentially fall into any of the three categories um because it was a folk defense art that was turned into a spiritual art when it went from okinawa to japan um and then in the modern day we have karate competitions and there are schools that focus entirely on that so yeah but anyway and and They can evolve throughout their lifetime as well, from one to another. For example, uh, you know, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, like you said, may have started as a self-defense art, but it quickly became a sport art after that as the primary mode of transmitting it. And that's not a value judgment on any of these. I think, you know, none of these categories are necessarily better than the other. But it's helpful when we're comparing martial arts to find what category they fit into. Yeah,
0: yeah, that makes sense. You know, it's like uh, coming up with an index of uh, mm-hmm. definitions for, for martial arts allows you to have a productive yeah. conversation about it without, you know, putting, uh, what are they called, qualifiers exactly. into the situation. You know, exactly. where you're saying one's better mm-hmm. than the other, or, you know, that's mm-hmm. not real. Yeah,
1: and, and you can, you know, even further divide them. You know, like, for example, the realistic combat arts... I currently am doing a realistic combat art. That's why I have this cloak actually. Because the the Ozfolk stuff falls into that category. It's realistic Viking Age martial arts. Like it we're we're trying to figure out exactly how the Vikings would have fought. Um And that is real is realistic combat. So we're trying to train in that way. However, that doesn't mean it's, like, you know, practical for self-defense necessarily. Sure, I can pick up a few tricks here and there of, you know, body movement mechanics and things of that nature. Or you can figure out how to
0: fight somebody if they are also wielding an axe. Yeah, exactly.
1: exactly. Uh, You know, so, so it's not even... You can't even necessarily compare two of those realistic combat martial arts just based on the fact they're realistic combat martial arts because... One might be training for Viking age combat, and one could be training to, you know, do guerrilla warfare in Thailand. Um, right. <laughs> you know, and, and they're both, you know, valid and good for what they're trying to do, but you can't really compare them to each other. Same yeah, with sports for. Same with sport martial arts for the obvious reason of, uh, you know different sports have different rules and like you can't say sport karate is better than sport wrestling because like you can't like you can't put them in the same competition together and have it be fair <laughs> um and then i think but you can't you can compare you know you can't compare like the spiritual things cuz different spiritual pursuits cause you know different methods but i think you can compare things you know, within the category, within, you know, subcategories, for example, if two forms of martial arts claim to teach you how to defend yourself from a knife attack in the United States, I think you can compare those and see which one has better outcomes than the other, you know, you can make those comparisons. But I think oftentimes when we try to compare this martial art to that martial art, we skip this step of like trying to figure out, okay, what were these martial arts actually for? <laughs> and, you know, do they, how well do they do that thing? Right. Versus right. how well does this one do this thing? And could you swap them and have them do the other thing? For example, right. like, like, uh, Aikido, uh, you know, from my perspective, you can learn to do the same things that people do in krav maga that krav maga people are training for at a lower level in aikido albeit because you're not aiming for that but uh you could put a aikido guy in the same situations that the krav maga guys are training for and they would perform well but you wouldn't get the same thing if you put the krav maga in the situations aikido guys are training for um because uh you know that's just not at all on their radar it's not a it's not a spiritual art really (laughs) you know that's not their goal so you know in that aspect you can compare arts but you have to compare them at like the same challenge yeah um, anyway martial arts tangent over
0: nice joe
1: rogan's pretty dope he's good at brazilian jiu-jitsu i'm a fan but not of his podcast. Just of him as a person.
0: Yeah, he's a cool guy. He's my favorite caveman, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, he uh, he anyway. he beats out uh, what's that guy's name? Jocko. Jocko you, oh. you know Jocko what's his name? Jocko Willis, Jocko he, he's, he's
1: the, is, is he the weightlifter or the WWE guy?
0: No, 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 no. He's uh an and like ex Navy SEAL or something. Oh yeah, yeah. fuck. Yeah, Ex Navy SEAL, was a, a he former member of SEAL Team Three, not six. <laughs> <laughs> Jocko Willink, that's his name. Yeah, he uh, he looks like yeah. a, he you know he looks like everybody's uh, freaking PE teacher. That's what he looks like. <laughs> really, really <laughs> you're, sure dude, see. you're right. <laughs> Here, I, he, I I got my my screen up right there.
1: Okay, I yeah.
0: Don't there, know there's. My... There's Draco. We're not,
1: wait, we're not streaming. This is a podcast. This is a podcast. Oh, this, is you, this is just for you
0: then. That's just for you. I know what he looks like. Yes. Well, <laughs> well fine, I guess I'll stop streaming. <laughs> Jesus.
1: <laughs> he looks like everyone's PE teacher. Yes. I, I have that image of him like from the YouTube videos with the black and white lighting. That's what immediately pops into my head when you said talk about him. But yeah. No, I I don't know. I feel like I just instinctively don't like him. <laughs>
0: like oh my god the the he best creates an unpleasant aura. So it, while looking at pictures of Jocko, I uh, I pulled up this one picture of him next to Joe Rogan, <laughs> okay. and uh, it says retired Navy SEAL Jocko Willink defends good guy Joe Rogan over racial slur row. <laughs> <laughs> good guy Joe Rogan. <laughs> Who the fuck is- You're really like, you're gonna use good guy as a title? He's he's just a
1: good guy. Who's Joe Rogan? Oh, he's just a really good guy.
0: Joe Rogan is the best caveman, (laughs) a much better caveman than Jocko.
1: Oh boy. (laughs) Yeah,
0: man. Uh, (laughs) Fuck. Where were we? i (laughs) (laughs) uh we were talking about joe rogan Uh, that's where we were jogan about
1: jogan about Uh, roe jogan roe jogan uh yeah man i don't know what else to say about joe rogan i think he's kind of the he's 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 pretty chill i wish i knew more of his opinions about things
0: i wish he did i bet he wishes the same thing <laughs> about himself <laughs> you know
1: same i can relate to that I, wish I knew more of my opinions about my things i used to be so opinionated as a teenager yeah me too man then like i went to fucking bible college and trade school and shit and then i got all jaded i'm like you know what everyone's not only is everyone not one no one 100 percent around correct about everything everything everyone is at least 80 percent wrong about
0: all of the things they think <laughs> you know my my favorite example of, of that uh philosophy comes out of uh the good place uh-huh. uh in in the first Bro, that's season
1: such a good show
0: Bro, in the first are you season.
1: Spoil the ending of the first season. No, 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 no no, 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 no. Not at okay. all. all right.
0: Um in the first season, to... I think it's the first episode, actually. Uh-huh. Um uh, who's the main character? It's it's Kristen something, right?
1: I don't know. I don't cheat as oh, the main I... character in my what? Opinion. No, you're full of shit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Here, let me let me just pull this up so I can be accurate as I talk about this. <laughs> Eleanor Shellstra in the first episode, Eleanor uh, the the woman playing Eleanor Shellstrop, who is Kristen Bell, I was right about the like, Kristen, um, ah, yes, dies, right? Spoilers, and goes to the good place, right? And she gets there and she's like, So I was right. And and the the spokesperson for all of the angels says, No, nah, dude, there's only one guy Who is ever right? And he got like super high on (laughs) shrooms one afternoon and just rattled off. All of it. He just started like everything down to like you know the where the buttons are on my jacket. And,
1: <laughs>
0: and uh, yeah, that was hilarious. And they had like a poster of him up. He looks like just like a just like a normal stoner, <laughs> but he's like in oil on the picture of uh, or on the wall of like one of God's primary angels. <laughs> Absolutely huh. hilarious.
1: Bro, and then <laughs> bro the, my favorite part of that show is where they're talking about how time works and there's like they're like, Is it a is it a straight like is time a straight line or like a flat circle? Or like it's like he's like, Well no it's kind of, time goes in what we call Jeremy (laughs) Baramy's and they're like, why did they call it that he pulls down a chart he's like, well if you look at it the way it goes kind of looks like it spells Jeremy (laughs) Baramy but but, but, and it's like, and it's sure it does in cursive and it's like (laughs) and Chidi's just like wait, what is the dot on the eye (laughs) Was just completely detached from the rest of the timeline. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I'm uh, this is <laughs> absolutely hilarious. It's it's just ridiculous, is what it is. Man.
1: Oh my goodness. Uh, this is where shotgun needs to come in and save us because <laughs> because we've gone off the fucking rails. We're <laughs> gone off the rails. There are no rails.
0: We need We're a legal.
1: super person. <laughs> All the way over <laughs> left field. <laughs> Ficin oh, daisies. We talked about Joe Rogan and martial arts and Jeremy Barramese.
0: <laughs> and and D'Angelo Wallace, who's a cool liberal. And Wendagoon, who you think fucking sucks, and I absolutely adore.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Go marry Wendigoon, why don't you? <laughs> you know what? uh you know maybe no never mind i can't <laughs> I, i'm married nope.
1: <laughs> imagine imagine being like coming to your wife and be like so just should we have like a celebrity pass <laughs> and you tell her yours is Windagoon. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh my goodness. God damn it. Oh. Uh. oh boy. This, this, this reflects so poorly on my character. <laughs> you
1: don't even deny it, just be like, yes, it's true when it's a bad thing. <laughs> Uh, gonna need an intermission.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll just like slap like a picture of Wendy <laughs> up and say, "We'll be, <laughs> be back soon." <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: We, can we do that? Can we make Windigoon our mascot? Is that a lie?
0: Yeah, I mean it's uh it's creative use, right? Uh so <laughs> I think we could totally do that.
1: <laughs> At the end of all of our uh, the end of all of our streams, we have like the the Water Bros logo pop up, but it's like instead of Porky Pig, it's Windigo coming out and saying, that's all folks! <laughs> I should do that.
0: I should I should start a totally unrelated YouTube channel, upload serious videos with with uh, an outro featuring some clip of Wendigoon, and see how long it takes him to notice.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, I've been laughing for like two minutes straight. Oh boy. (laughs) I told you, you weren't. we, We were not ready for two shot, Micah. Shotgun needs to be here for two shot, Micah the only it's the only way that this keeps being funny <laughs> i mean i'm having a great time
0: I, I, honestly we only have two more minutes to burn like we gotta fucking come up with something
1: no, <laughs> reference the time that's like rule number one don't sorry, reference sorry. the time well
0: i mean when you think about it it's jeremy Baremy time so <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my goodness uh <laughs> you know what we're just gonna call it we're gonna call it i'm not gonna make i'm gonna not gonna subject the 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 podcast listeners our noble podcast listeners to two more minutes of me laughing while achu desperately tries to create content (laughs) ladies and gentlemen thank you for tuning in to the wasted youths podcast uh twitch viewers we love to see you uh podcast viewers we love you just as much but like later Uh, (laughs) have a good night and we hope to see you next week and and what
0: stay wasted
1: no no (laughs) stay sober (laughs) Thanks for listening to the Wasted Youths podcast, we hope you enjoyed the show. The Wasted Youths is produced by Dominic Sanders and Micah Voorhees. Dominic is also the lead editor of the Wasted Youths. All music featured in the show is composed by Micah Voorhees. If you enjoy our show, we'd really appreciate it if you would subscribe and consider donating through the link in the description to help us make better episodes you know someone who might be interested in the topic that we discussed tonight feel free to send them our way by sharing this episode with them all that being said ladies and gentlemen i hope you have a fantastic evening and we'll see you next week